Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday morning, Yom Azikaron. Today is Memorial Day. Today is the day that we remember those who have fallen in war as victims of terror in defense of the state of Israel and in many cases for simply being Jews in the state of Israel. I thank you for joining us for what we call the Yom HaZikaron Special. It is the day that we commemorate, and along with our brothers and sisters in Israel, remember those who have fallen, and the lead into what is, what is one of the greatest days on the Jewish calendar, Israel Independence Day, which celebrates Israel's 73rd birthday tonight. So stay with us. Mayor Weingarten is going to join us later on. We will pay tribute to the memory of those who have fallen and prepare ourselves for tonight's celebration on this Yom HaZikaron Israel Memorial Day at JM in the AM.
מוכנים? רוצה להקדיש את השיר? Israel, 
in the AM, Shivchi Kamayim, Shlomo Kalbach here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, you heard Tzvila La'ani, We Stand as One. That was a song created uh, in the uh, aftermath of a multitude of terror attacks in Israel back in the early 2000s. Zachar Davar, Ki Nicham. 
the Misha Beirach for Tzahal, that's Yaakov Shweki doing that at the Nokia Center in Israel. Leif Tahor from Dvekis. La Kolzman Voice, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Wednesday on this Israel Memorial Day, Yomazi Karon. Today is April the 14th, the second day in the month of ER, the year 5781, Tufshin Pei Normally, Israel Memorial Day, Yomazi Karon, is observed on the 4th of ER, the eve of Independence Day. Because of the concern, and listen carefully to the reasoning here, because I believe it's significant and historic, because of the concern that Independence Day celebrations could, God forbid, interfere with Shabbos, Israel Independence Day is moved to Thursday, right? Normally it would be, a, uh, it would be on Shabbos, the 5th of E.R., it is moved to uh, Thursday so that uh, a Friday and or Shabbos observance would not, God forbid, interfere with the Shabbos. And therefore, after the observance of Israel Independence Day is moved to the third of ER, Israel Memorial Day is moved to the second of ER. Hence, today is Yom Hazikaron, Israel Memorial Day, for those who have given their lives as soldiers or as civilians in Israel. Today is day number 17 in the counting of the Omer. That's two weeks and three days. Today is day number 17 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. 48 degrees, cloudy skies, a high of 70. Cloudy with rain after midnight. Low 52, and then tomorrow rain with a high of 55 degrees. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 72. We are at uh, 48 degrees here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. In the background, this is the sound of what has been already done in Israel. The siren, which brings everyone to a standstill on Israel Memorial Day.
The Israel Memorial Day siren. A siren that on the uh, video that we played that from, there are subtitles describing what's going on on Israel's Memorial Day as that siren sounds and you see people at a standstill. Jerusalem is a city full of people on the go, but it knows when to stop and remember. The entire country comes to a standstill during a two-minute siren of uninterrupted honor for the fallen soldiers and victims of terrorism. TV programs cease, and instead screens scroll through names of those who have given their lives to protect the existence and freedom of the state of Israel. Set aside a few moments today to remember with us and pray for the families of those who have lost their lives too soon. They will not be forgotten. In the words of the Prime Minister, but if there's something that unites most of us and maybe all of us, it is internalizing the large sense of purpose of our loved ones, which gives us much strength to stand on this journey of sorrow. You know, it's fascinating to me about the um, siren and the video of the people standing in Israel for that uh, two minutes. You see people praying. You see people thinking and tearing up. Some of those people are not related to those who've given their lives during wars or act of terror, but they feel as if they've lost family members and they feel that they're walking the streets of Jerusalem or any other city in Israel only because of the sacrifice made by these incredible heroes. Really is amazing. Really is amazing. Israelis paid tribute to the country's 23,928 fallen soldiers and terror victims starting on Tuesday evening, bowing their heads for a minute of silence as sirens sounded around the country to mark the start of Memorial Day. The one-minute siren at 8 p.m. was immediately followed by a state ceremony at the Western Wall. Tuesday night, additional public memorials are held, including at Tel Aviv's Hayarkon Park and at the Knesset in Jerusalem. During the siren, traffic around the country came to an abrupt halt as Israelis stopped driving to stand beside their cars and people at home stood in somber silence on their balconies or in their yards. A second two-minute siren blares at 11 a.m. Wednesday followed by the main Memorial Day ceremony at Har Herzl Military Cemetery and smaller events at cemeteries across the country. The Memorial Day events officially began at Yad, Labin, Yad Labanim in Jerusalem Tuesday afternoon. Speaking of that ceremony, Netanyahu, the Prime Minister, said Israel will make every effort to return its captives, which include two civilians and the bodies of two IDF soldiers believed to be held by Hamas. He said this is a sacred mission that we're not letting go of. 
43 soldiers and civilians were killed since last Yom Hazikaron, and the total of number of Israeli casualties of war stands at 23,928. Since last Memorial Day, 112 new names were added to the roster of those who died defending the country since 1860. 43 were IDF soldiers, police officers, and civilians. 69 were disabled veterans who passed away due to complications of injuries sustained during their service. The figures include all soldiers and police who died during their service over the past year, including as a result of accidents, suicide, or illness. In a stark reminder of the toll of Israel's wars, a former soldier suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder set himself on fire Monday outside Defense Ministries Rehab Center, setting off a national reckoning. 26-year-old Itzik Sedyan remains in critical condition. Unlike last year when the pandemic saw all Memorial Day ceremonies held without audiences and smaller events planned for municipal cemeteries across the country were canceled this year, They were held under few health restrictions. The Green Pass, excuse me, on Wednesday, ministers approved removing some Memorial Day rules, which included allowing relatives of the fallen who do not have the Green Pass to attend ceremonies. The Green Pass is given to those who are fully vaccinated or who have recovered from coronavirus. Memorial Day is one of Israel's few national non-religious holidays during which large swaths of the Israeli public typically visit the graves of loved ones and comrades. The general public has been encouraged to visit the graves of fallen soldiers over the next few days to avoid crowding. The commemoration day was established in 1951 by Prime Minister Ben-Gurion, set for the 4th of ER, the day before Independence Day. There are a variety of images that are um, that are shown and that are covered by the news um, on different sites. Uh, Here we have one Israeli soldier standing as the memorial siren sounds during the ceremony at the Kotel. Here's one people standing still on a highway as the one-minute siren sounded last night across Israel. Here we have one that's a that shows Israeli soldiers laying flowers and flags in the graves of fallen soldiers in the Kiryat Shaul Military Cemetery. President Rivlin speaking at the Western Wall during the ceremony last night. An Israeli man looking at a wall with names of fallen soldiers at the Armored Corps in Latrun's Military Memorial ahead of Memorial Day. An Israeli soldier placing flowers in the graves of fallen Israeli soldiers at our Herzl. And, of course, uh, Israeli soldiers visiting the graves of fallen soldiers at Har Herzl ahead of uh, Memorial Day today in Israel. Lots of images, ones we see every year, but ones that are just as stark and just as raw each, uh, each year when we come around to Israel Memorial Day. Mayor Weingarten will join me later on uh, during the third hour of our show this morning. We'll continue with this uh, mood, theme, atmosphere as uh, we remember those who gave their lives so that we can, we as Jews can choose to live in the state of Israel. We as Jews can... uh,
can travel freely to Israel. And frankly, as I've said many times, and today I won't take the time to explain, hopefully there won't be a need to explain, but also understanding that this is what gives us the ability to live in the comfort and luxury of the diaspora as well, the sacrifice of the Israeli soldiers. Yom Hazikaron, JM in the AM.
לכן בעל הרחמים יסתירם בסתר כנפיו לעולמים ויצרור בצרור החיים את נשמותיהם. אדוני הוא נחלתם וינוחו בשלום על משכבותם ויעמדו לגורלם לקרץ הימים ונאמר אמן. J.M. in the A.M., the Mole. As we remember the uh, soldiers of the uh, IDF on this Israel Memorial Day. Wednesday morning, day 17 in the county of the Omer. Today is uh, Israel Memorial Day. As we remember the soldiers and those who have fallen in uh, terror attacks and the multiple episodes in Israel's history, including all their wars. Tonight, when the Yom HaZikaron observances come to a conclusion, Israel switches to an incredible atmosphere of celebration. Yom HaTzma'ut, the 73rd birthday of the State of Israel. And this year, quite obviously, it's going to be a lot different than last year when the uh, official celebrations did not take place and when people were not gathering for any reason this time last year. Tonight is going to be the annual celebration that Israel always looks forward to. Tomorrow morning between 6 and 9, we get to celebrate Israel's 73rd birthday together, and I hope you'll join us for what will be a Yom Hatzma'ut special 5781 that we are very much looking forward to. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemSegal.com and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. I want to thank all of our sponsors for bringing you this programming every day of the year, and particularly when we are able to gather together and uh, observe a special day like this together. I thank all the sponsors that are part of this broadcast, and we'll certainly thank them later in the broadcast in detail. And uh, I thank those of you out there who are uh, supporters and sponsors of this show and of uh, everything that we do at fjbunity.org um, so that we can present these programs and observe them together each and every year. Golly, it's all in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up on this Yom Hazikaron. And then continue with more 
You're listening to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard and listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemSegal.com and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, the beloved NSNF. שלום טקס ההזכרה לחללי פעולות האיבה. במהלך נאומו של ראש הממשלה, נתניהו התפרץ, משתתף בטקס, וקרא לעברו, זה לא זמן לפוליטיקה. זאת לאחר שנתניהו דיבר על התקדמות בהליך התכנוני של היכל ההנצחה, והבטיח, זאת תהיה אחת ההחלטות הראשונות שתבוא לאישור הממשלה הבאה שתקום. אנחנו מתקדמים מאוד בהליך התכנוני של היכל ההנצחה המיוחד לנפגעי פעולות האיבה כאן בהרצל. זאת תהיה אחת ההחלטות הראשונות שתובא לאישור הממשלה הבאה שתקום במדינת ישראל. מוסיף להיות אנוש מצבו של איציק סעידיאן שהצית עצמו ביום שני. מנהל מערך כירורגיה פלסטית במרכז הרפואי שיבא, פרופסור יוסי חייק עדכן על מצבו. פצוע שהגיע לפני יומיים, לצערי מאושפז באותו מצב, מורדם, מונשם, מוגדר כאנוש, קריטי, עם סכנה מיידית לחייו. אנחנו בשלבים של הסיום של החייאת הנוזלים, מייצבים אותו ומקווים להמשיך בטיפול שאנחנו יודעים לתת ומקווים לטוב. היועץ המשפטי לממשלה מנדלבליט טוען בתשובתו לבג"ץ כי יש לדחות על הסף את העתירה המבקשת למנוע את הטלת המנדט להרכבת הממשלה על חברי הכנסת בנימין נתניהו. כתבנו לענייני משפט איתי שריג מוסר שבתשובה שהוגשה מטעם המדינה לבית המשפט נכתב כי העותרים לא הצביעו על כל עילה להתערבותו של בית המשפט בהחלטת הנשיא להטיל את המנדט על נתניהו וכי היקף הביקורת השיפוטית על החלטות הנשיא צר ביותר. גננת בת 71 מאשקלון נעצרה ושלוש אחרות נחקרו בחשד להתעללות בפעוטות בגן בעיר לאחר שהורים לפעוט כבן שנתיים הנמצא במעון התלוננו נגדן. כתבנו רמי שני מוסר שחוקרי המשטרה תפסו מצלמות שהיו בגן מה שחיזק את החשד נגד הגננת. בעוד זמן קצר ידון בית משפט השלום באשקלון בבקשה להאריך את מעצרה. מדד המחירים לצרכן זינק בשש עשיריות האחוז במרס עם הפתיחה הנרחבת של המשק לאור מבצע החיסונים. כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ניתאי ענבי מוסיף כי מדד מחירי הדירות עלה בשלוש עשיריות האחוז בחודשים ינואר-פברואר ומדד מחירי הדירות החדשות זינק באחוז בשש עשיריות. מזג האוויר, עלייה ניכרת בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. זיכרון לחללי מערכות ישראל ופעולות האיבה תש...
השרים אשר קולם קרא לילות בשם, בשם כל הגייסות והחילות בשם כל האבות אשר הלכו לקרב נורא ושרוצים לשוב אלייך חזרה אני מבטיח לך ילדה שלי קטנה Oh, oh, oh. 
مشته یم الف الفی تو تخیل لخ لا یخلو لخ لا یخلو Incredible selections, Yoram Gaon, on this uh, Israel Memorial Day. Yomazi Karon, you heard Milchama Achrona, the last war. You heard Lote Dam Milchama, we should know of no war. And uh, it is our Israel Memorial Day special here at JM and the AM. Natanel Hirschdick just um, uh, produced with the uh, Hampton's Choir, Hampton Synagogue Choir, a, a new version, I believe it's an a cappella version, of Hatikva. Unusual for us to play Hatikva in the middle of our show, but this was just premiered a few hours ago, and uh, uh, Cantor Natanel Hirschdick is an amazing friend of this broadcast, and I just want to take a minute or two and feature his uh, brand new version of Hatikva with the Hampton Synagogue Choir here at JM in the AM. Oh. 
J.M. in the A.M. What a version, huh? That's Atikva, Cantor Natanel Hirschdick in the Hampton Synagogue Choir here at J.M. in the A.M. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Unbelievable. J.M. and the A.M. as we say uh, good morning on this Israel Memorial Day, Yomazi Karon. Mayor Weingarten will join us coming up. As it is Yomazi Karon, Israel Memorial Day, you can imagine just how many Jewish families around the world, and obviously those in Israel have heroes in their families that have given their lives for the state of Israel. Our good friend Phil Rosen, who has been a uh, part of many broadcasts for us here at JM in the AM, he wrote a um, a piece that appeared in an issue of the Jewish Press in May of 1998, entitled "My Uncle, the Hero." It's a um, it is a um, an amazing account of what um, can be described as one of the most difficult yet amazing periods of Jewish history. Phil Rosen writes, It was spring 1947. The scrawny 25-year-old Polish refugee had just arrived in his dreamland, Palestine, after stints in camps in Siberia and Cyprus. He spoke no Hebrew. He found out that his father, his mother, his sister, two brothers, and many other close relatives were gassed and burned, in which order, who knows, at Auschwitz. His two other brothers were missing, lost in Russia, perhaps, sent to camps more likely, dead most likely. What should he do next? How could he go on? What was left of life? His dreams, only his dreams. His dream of living in a Jewish land, his dream of fighting for his people, his dream of rebuilding that which evil had destroyed. May 1948, a state is declared and Israel is attacked from all directions. No, he was told, you cannot fight. You are the only survivor of your family. You cannot serve. No, he responded, I must fight. And fight he did, rising to the top ranks of the Northern Command. He fought, and he fought hard. And he lived that part of his dream. But the rest of his dream remained unfulfilled. On the last week of the war, Pinchas Rosen was gunned down in Mishmar Hayarden. He was buried holding his gun. His last words, a Jewish soldier never leaves his weapon. Pinchas Rosen never felt the special warmth of the Shabbos candles being lit by a wife. He never witnessed the miracle of the birth of his child. He never kicked a ball with his son or had a daughter's arms wrapped around his neck. He never had a chance to pray at the Kotel or cheer as the jets flew overhead on Yom Ha'atzma'ut. Pinchas Rosen never had a chance. But his brothers did. 
by pure miracle, Yitzhak and Chaim Rosen survived the war in Shanghai. They built up wonderful families. They had children and grandchildren, and soon, great-grandchildren. They've both passed on and are now buried a stone's throw from their younger brother Pinchas in the ancient cemetery in Svat. And not a year goes by in which one of his nieces or nephews or grandnieces or grandnephews doesn't visit their uncle Pinchas's grave. And his picture hangs prominently on the wall in each of their homes. Their uncle Pinchas they never knew. Their hero, Uncle Pinchas. He never had a chance. His dream lives on. A piece written by our dear friend Phil Rosen entitled My Uncle the Hero. <sighs> Lots of stories that we can tell on Yom HaZikaron leading into Yom HaAtzmaut here at JM in the AM.
Yoma Zikaron. Today is Memorial Day in the state of Israel, and for those who uh, care about the present, the past, the present, and the future of the state of Israel, a um, an important song, one that was created, one that was uh, that was performed and uh, and recorded after a rash of terror attacks that took so many of our brothers and sisters. Uh, This generation does not know what it was like back then, 20, 30 years ago, to wake up on a daily basis and hear of bus bombings and pizza shop bombings and bombings in the middle of streets throughout Israel and and Pesach Seder night uh, shootings and bombings in hotels and invasions of homes on a Friday night and murders taking place. Yesterday, Rabbi, um, uh, his name escapes me this moment, I apologize. 
Uh, the rabbi who joined us from OTS mentioned he was from Utniel. Remember that terror attack in Utniel? Anyway, that song, We Stand As One, was created and recorded by multiple artists uh, together as a sh- sign of unity um, in the aftermath of those attacks. We stand as one. Yes, because even when uh, because when something happens in Israel, we even feel the pain outside of Israel. Not nearly as much as our brothers and sisters there, obviously. But the collective Jewish heart agonizes. And today we are agonizing. We are uh, remembering and we are saddened uh, by the memory of 23,928 fallen soldiers and terror victims who are being commemorated on this Yom HaZikaron. Tonight is Yom HaTzmud, Israel Independence Day. We are looking forward to a big celebration tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. I want to thank all of our sponsors uh, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage in Delhi is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954, available at Better Kosher Supermarkets nationwide, and and the perfect kosher hot dog for your Yom HaTzma'ut Mangal, your Yom HaTzma'ut Barbecue, tonight or tomorrow. Thank you, A&H. And thanks again to all of our sponsors. A special shout-out to our good friend Ralph Rosenbaum, who is the New Jersey chairman of our event coming up on Lagba Omer. Tomorrow's April 15th, so, you know, for Ralph, for Ralph today is, um, on the secular calendar, is is one of great fear. Because <laughs> tomorrow is tax day. And I joke for two reasons. Number one, he never fears tax day. And number two... Tax day has been postponed until May because of the pandemic. Uh, but we do thank Rosenbaum Financial Services, TaxCPA2.com, for bringing you this Israel Memorial Day commemoration, TaxCPA2.com. A big thank you to our friend Ralph Rosenbaum, chairing our event coming up with our friends at Mizrahi. I also want to take this opportunity before we go to Rabbi Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser speaks every morning and speaks so brilliantly. Uh, there are a lot of brilliant speakers who are going to be uh, emanating from Israel tonight uh, to celebrate Yom Ha'atzmut with communities around the world and hundreds of communities in the United States. Kudos to World Mizrahi. A big thank you to Mizrahi RZA, Religious Zionists of America, in addition to uh, helping provide those speakers at Mizrahi.org slash Israel 360. In addition to that, uh, Mizrahi is sponsoring our Big Lagba Omer celebration. They are also um, they are also going to be the first, and, and I still can't get over. I mean, tomorrow we'll speak to Ari Rockoff. We'll get the details, but they are the first sold out mission to Israel post pandemic. I'm calling it post pandemic, and it's next month. And it is amazing to me. Number one, that they had the guts to jump in and say, "That's it, we're going." And number two. If you are looking to be part of that mission now, there's no space available. That's how quickly they sold out. So congratulations, uh, RZA, Religious Zionists of America. Congratulations on being the leaders to get us back to Israel. Um, it's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. And... Um, I also wanted to recognize, uh, before we go to Rabbi Goldwasser, and this is something we're going to be talking about uh, for the next couple of weeks, our friends at the um, Margaret Teets Nursing and Rehab Center have designated 
April the 27th for the Evening of Inspiration and Memory of Rabbi Fabian Schoenfeld. Speaking of somebody who was a Jewish leader during a sensitive time in Jewish history, to say the least, the early days of the state, the early days of the relationship between the state and diaspora jury. What an era. But anyway, that's not for now. Rabbi Schoenfeld will be remembered during an evening of inspiration. Uh, speakers include Rabbi Noach Isaac Elbaum, Rabbi Eitan Feiner, Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, Rabbi Chaim Schwartz, all moderated by the coordinator of Jewish affairs at Margaret Teets. That would be Rabbi Zavol Perlman. Sponsored by the Margaret Teets Nursing and Rehab Center and streaming on their site at margaretteets.org. Margaretteets.org. It's April the 27th, and like I said, we'll speak more about it as we get closer. Rabbi David, well, we are very late here for Rabbi Goldwasser. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read the Pasuk and Avarachamim. The one who will avenge the blood has remembered them. He has not forgotten the cry of the humble. On this Yom Hazikaron, we know that Hashem Yisbarach remembers all the tzaddikim, all the noshim tzidkaniyos, the men, the women, the young people that gave up their life, al kiddush Hashem. And in fact, it says at the end of days, Hashem will wear a special garment in order to be noikem the dam of all of the martyrs. A short while ago, there was an amazing incident that happened. A young couple, who I did not previously know, asked to come in for an appointment. They told me this is the first time that either of them had the golden opportunity to go to Eretz Yisrael. They asked me, could I suggest to them a few of the Mekomos HaKadoshim, some of the holy places that they may visit? And they gave me a list of the other sites that they already had on their itinerary to visit. So I suggested to go to the kever of the Noshim Tzidkanios and the Tzadikim and to be Mispalel, to pray there because they had a pressing issue in their family. They thanked me very much and they went to Eretz Yisrael. Shortly after they arrived, I got a call on the telephone. They explained that they were in a Beis Hachaim, a cemetery, and they came upon a grave, a kever, of an Israeli soldier. Good morning. Listen to Hillam. Should they also make their personal request to Hashem? standing by that kever. I told them there is no greater place to daven than to daven by the kever of someone that was Moser Nefesh, Al-Kiddush Hashem. And they began to daven. A couple of moments later, there was a man who came to visit one of the kvarim nearby. And he walked over to them. He waited for them to finish their tefillos, their prayers, and said, excuse me, are you a relative of this soldier? Are you a friend of this soldier? And the couple says, no, we don't know him at all. We were just coming to pray in the Beis Chaim, and 
we came upon this kever. He says, I want you to know, in the years that I've been coming here, no one has ever been standing at that kever. When they looked closer at the matzeva, they saw that the day that they were there was the yard site of this particular chayal. Hashem says, I will never forget. I will never forget the cry of the humble. Is there anyone more humble than all of the Kedoshim that were Nara Gal Kiddush Hashem throughout all the generations? We will never forget. May their memory be a blessing for all of Klal Yisroel.
J.M. in the A.M. It is Israel Memorial Day, and I thank you all for tuning in. The um, third hour of our broadcast will be joined by Mayor Weingarten, who, of course, is going to be celebrating with us tomorrow. All through the morning, Israel's 73rd birthday, and we are looking forward to that. He'll join us coming up in the... um, in the 8 o'clock hour this morning with words about Yom Hazikaron here at JM in the AM. And as I said, we are very much looking forward to that, and uh, we are remembering those who have given their lives in defense of the state of Israel, who have given their lives in terror attacks only because they were Jews slash Israelis. And uh, we remember those who have sacrificed so that all of us around the world, not just the people in Israel, but all of us around the world can live in comfort and luxury because of the great Israel Defense Forces and the sacrifice that so many of their members have made, the ultimate sacrifice. Today is day number 17, the counting of the Omer. Today is day number 17, the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today on this Yom HaZikaron. Again, Yom HaTzmut celebration is tomorrow. A reminder from our friends at shopeichlers.com, their sale goes till tomorrow, 25,000 titles in their Sfarim, and Yiddish department, they're, they're calling it a 10% off Svarim sale on their tens of thousands of titles. Check it out. Go to shopeichlers.com. Again, shopeichlers.com. The section on their website is filled with probably the largest Svarim section of any site on the entire Internet. Take advantage of their same-day delivery to so many neighborhoods around the New York and New Jersey area. And they get all the information you need by going to shopbyclothes.com. Again, there's Sfarim sale until tomorrow. 10% off on everything across the board. Every Sfarim title, every Yiddish title at shopbyclothes.com. 48 degrees, clouds, and a high today of 70. Tonight, cloudy with rain after midnight and a low of 52. And um, a rain for tomorrow, a high Thursday, 55 degrees. 72 right now in Yerushalayim where the sirens sounded at 11 a.m. local time this morning. And um, it's 48 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. This is brand new acapella from Ari Goldwag, Yoma Zikaron at JM in the AM. Do it, Hashem, Kehartzi, 
Goldwag closes out the hour here at JM in the AM, our Israel Memorial Day special. Mayor Weingarten joins us next at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AlchemySiegel.com, and the AlchemySiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
wars and terror attacks going back to the 1920s. Who understands all of our hurt? Who is the one who can repair the brokenhearted? Unbelievable. On this Yom Azikar, on this Israel Memorial Day, JM and the AM. Um, we remember all these uh, soldiers, those who have given their lives, so that all of us around the world, not just in the state of Israel, can live in a, a life of freedom. And, of course, Mayor, the uh, all the traditional uh, activities of the day have taken place. The sirens have wailed throughout the land both last night and today. Uh, these ceremonies at Har Herzl and other cemeteries and military cemeteries of Israel, those ceremonies have taken place. We've seen photos of soldiers and, of course, family members with flowers and Israeli flags on the cemeteries. And we always talk about the transition to tonight, but before we get to that, we just have to remind everybody of just how solemn a day it is for Israel. And this goes is across the board. Israelis of all types, of all religious backgrounds, of uh, those who have been in Israel for generations and those who have been in Israel for just a few years. Everyone feels the collective pain to a degree that we can't appreciate over there in the state of Israel. It is one of the most, if not the most, difficult days for everybody in Israel, even not some, even people who did not lose somebody in battle right. have the pain of the, of the collective. Of Am Yisrael, if uh, you know the famous uh, uh, um, saying that if uh, you cut off one arm, the other arm is going to feel the pain as well, and the rest of your body. Yeah, you walk through the military cemeteries, and you see stone after stone after stone. This was 18 years old, 20 years old, 21 years old, 18, 19, 20, young lives that were just cut and never never lived and then i i have to mention today you had mentioned earlier today about the case of um, a a soldier who was suffering from ptsd right terrible story a terrible story but I, I'll, I'll tell you something i hate to say that sometimes it takes a terrible story right good point but good he point. has awakened yeah the conscience of israel Yep. the conscience of Israel, and hopefully, hopefully it won't be forgotten. His name is Itzik Sa'adian. He suffers from PTSD, and I've been listening over the last 24 hours to radio interviews in Israel with people who deal with this. And it turns out that, you know, you're dealing with the Ministry of Defense, who is the allocator of this money. And it and it seems that what usually happens happens here too. Yep. That the 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 bad apples end up hurting the good the mm -hmm. good people. Mm -hmm. And they're so afraid that people are going to be cheating and trying to get money 
you know, as suffering from PTSD, it's not something you can point to and right. say, you know, here it is mm -hmm. that they give a lot of headache to the people who are really suffering and the bureaucracy they have to go through. And hopefully that'll something will change as a result of this young man who is very, we really have to pray for him. He's, he's in terrible condition. There are two points I wanted to bring up. Um, one was one one is that what you just uh, d described in terms of the um, how do I put it? Well, maybe I should say it this way: uh, the epidemic of uh, injuries and conditions of those who have uh, suffered because of war in Israel. And I mean physical injuries and obviously. Uh, you know, mental illness, injuries, etc., as you just described. It, it reminds me of uh, that trip I took, which I'm sure I shared with you and I shared with the listeners, to Beit HaLochem, where so many soldiers in Israel are rehabbing from terrible accidents and from, uh, from war injuries and from terror attack injuries. And, and yes, we've lost tens of thousands, as we know, and we're, we're remembering them today. But those who've been injured... Again, suffering from mental illness or and or from physical disabilities and injuries. It is it, we can't even imagine in this country to what degree uh, that population has grown in the state of Israel. And thank God, thank God. In in bigger countries, I think it's a bigger challenge. But thank God they are getting attention in Israel. Again, maybe not to the degree that we need to get to, as you describe, but they are getting attention and they are. Many, many people who are in that industry of helping soldiers um, recover physically and mentally. But they, they are a group that we need to keep in mind every day of the year who have really given. We talk about the ultimate sacrifice on a day like Memorial Day, but they have given quite a significant sacrifice for the uh, present and future of the state of Israel. That was the first point I wanted to make. The second point I wanted to make, which I think you've briefed us on before, but I, I neglected to... Uh, focus on it until this morning when I saw it on one of the newscasts. Israel's making an effort. We know that Israel um, was uh, designated as a state and dropped the name Palestine. Uh, <laughs> in, and we celebrated 73rd birthday tomorrow. But way before that, there were plenty of people who gave their lives for the Holy Land. And based on what I read this morning, there's an effort now which is already has progressed to a certain point, to go deep into the 1800s to research the names wow. of those who were victims of terror, right, in plenty of, of riots and, and terror attacks and other uh, activities uh, in the Holy Land and add those names to the list of those who've sacrificed for the Aliyah, for the ability for our people to settle in that significant part of modern Jewish history, right, L late 1800s in right. the land of Israel. And I thought that, again, you know, I, I thought there was some something special to that, that, it, that obviously the state, the founding of the state is a demarcation point. But we have to remember that way before the state and even way before the 1800s, there were so many who sacrificed for the land of Israel and for a Jewish presence yeah. in the land of Israel. Yeah. I, th I think it's a beautiful message that the Israeli government is sending. It 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 goes back, like we say, back and back and back generations to all those who made Aliyah and how difficult it was. There were people who died along the way in yeah. boat act, you know, on yep. the, in the in the sea in the oceans yep. as they were traveling to Israel. As uh, we have reports of. Um, 
people who it, it took them half a year to get to Israel from Europe by Unbelievable. boat. Unbelievable. And, and those who made it ended up being trailblazers and leaders of Jewish history and those who didn't sacrifice their lives in an attempt to be just that. Uh, Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day. Mayor, you prepared me with a selection, another one from Hanan Ben-Ari. Uh, I'd like to play this song. Could you give us a, a bit of an introduction to it on this Yom HaZikaron? Yeah. Um, uh, this past weekend, uh, there was a... Uh, there was a story on Israeli television of Hanan Ben-Ari, who, by the way, is a religious Zionist young man who is the mo one of the most popular uh, performing artists in Israel today. Um, he, he dedicated a week to go and spend time with three families that lost loved ones. Wow. And uh, yeah, yeah. one of them, yeah. is, uh, I, I thank our listener Saul Lieberman from Israel who pointed this out to me last night. One of them is a father who lost a, a, a son um, as he was um, training to be a pilot. The plane that he was piloting and his madrich, his, his um, instructor, crashed and he died and uh. they go you see the two of them the father and Hanan Ben-Ari go to this spot in the middle of a huge wheat field so you see we, we, and then suddenly there's a clearing and there's a, a little memorial mm. for his son and he's crying about mm. how he couldn't save his son he says there's a piece of metal up in the sky and it's falling, and I want to grab it from the sky. I want to grab it and save my son. I want to be there to save him, and I can't. And he's so... Built in Menucham. You can't console him. And Hanan Ben-Ari plays for him this song that is very recent. It's called Amen al Hayeladim. Amen, Amen. On, for the children. And he talks about um, how he hopes that he will be there for them, but he can't. He can't be there for them. And he lost speak lahagia, lishmor, lahatzil, lahoshia, lispog bim komam takalia, oi kamahalev hupagia. I won't, I know that I won't be able to reach them in the times of trouble to watch over them to save them to 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 uh, to take the bullet on their behalf oh how the heart is is so um fragile. vulnerable fragile fragile and he sings the song to them and then the two of them embrace uh right there on that spot where the son was lost amen al hayaladim Hanan Ben-Ari, Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day, JM in the AM. Thank you. 
זוכר איך אחרי שלושה נגמר האוויר אמרתי חכי, אמרת לי תראה, הם קצת יגדלו ותבין פתאום הם שישה, עוד רגע שבעה וכמה שהם מדהימים אבל הלחץ גדל, בנה לו מגדל, הלב יש רק שני חדרים והמצפון עובד גם שבתות וחגים אתם השנה כבר שנים, אני עוד שבוי בפחדים של... אני לא אספיק להגיע, לשמור להציל להושיע, לספוג במקומם את הקליע, אוי כמה לב הוא פגיע. כמו שהבטחתי, לשבת בסופו של יום, לדעת שהצלחתי. בינתיים סופר ניצחונות קטנים, מבסוט שלא ברחתי. לשירותים או למחשב, פשוט עצרתי והקשבתי. לסיפורים על ציפורים, למחשבות, לציורים, לחלומות שיום אחד יגשימו. לגיבורים, לנסיכות, עם העיניים השותקות. יש ים סודות אם באמת תקשיבו. מתפלל על הילדים שלי, שלא ירשו את הסריטות שלי, שיחבקו אחד את השני, אמן שיהיו בריאים תמיד. אמן, אמן, אמן! צופה מהצד ומריע, גם בתהום גם ברקיע, עוזב את הכל ומגיע. רק תחבקו אחד את השני, אמן שתהיו בריאים תמיד. J.M. and the A.M. Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day, Hanan Ben-Ari. Mayor Weingarten, of course, is with us. He, um, wow, that was something, huh? <laughs> that was something. Uh, Mayor um, uh, has sent uh, me an audio clip that we're going to be featuring. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, Mayor, this is literally from when? From last night? From this morning? Last night. And I thank uh, our dear friend, Yossi Green. the world-renowned composer, who, via his Facebook page, called out attention to this speech that was given last night at the Kotel, at the main opening ceremony of Yom HaZikaron, of Memorial Day. This is a speech that was given by the chief of staff of the Israeli Armed Forces, um, Kohavi, Aviv Kohavi, 
and um, there are parts in here that uh, I, I, I was watching it before I went to bed. And I said, I, I can't leave this without bringing it to Jam in the AM tomorrow <laughs> in the morning. So <laughs> I, I, I quickly edited the, the piece of the audio. He, he dedicated his words, he said, I'm dedicating the, my, my thoughts, my words to three mothers. The first is Rachel Imenu. Rachel Imenu did not live in the land of Israel. And suddenly it hit me, he's right. She never lived in the land of Israel. She got married to Yaakov in Chutzlaretz. She spent all that time with him in Chutzlaretz, in her father's house, in Lavan's house. And when she finally makes it to Eretz Israel, she dies in childbirth as she's giving birth to, to um, Binyamin. Binyamin. And he says, though, that even though she doesn't get to live in Eretz Israel, she gets to console her children. And he quotes, Min'i kolech mi bechi ve'inayich midim'ah v'shavu vanim l'gvulam. And then he tells of another mother. Her name is, um, her last name is Israeli. Her and, she and her husband, Nechama um, Yisraeli, and she and her husband both were in the Palmach. And she lost two of her children in, uh, in, the, in the 1973 war. So that's the background. And he didn't speak yet about the third. That's the background. Now you can play the clip and then we'll translate afterwards how he continues the story via this clip. Ramatkal Aviv Kochavi, last night, Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day commemoration in Israel. Here's what it sounded like. You're listening to JM in the AM. אך שילמה על כך במחיר שני בניה. אין גדול ונורא מהמחיר הזה. ואני, אני ממעש, לא מעז לומר, מיני קולך מבכי ועינייך מדמעה. אבל אני נתלה בדברי הנביא ואומר, יש שכר לפעולתך. יש שכר, והאם השלישית נהנית ממנו. אינני יודע מה שמה, אך היא מייצגת אימהות רבות. אשר ממלאות את הארץ. הן הקימו משפחה, וילדיהן מגשימים את עצמם, וממשיכים לבנות את מדינת ישראל. הן אימהות חילוניות ודתיות, מהכפר ומהעיר, יהודיות, דרוזיות, נוצריות ומוסלמיות, ויש להן נכדים ונינים, וכולם חיים בארצם שלהם, מוגנים ובטוחים. מאיר, בואו אחד. אז הוא אומר, who crying over their children. One, mm -hmm. without a land, but her children returned home. The other lives in her land. She lives in Eretz Israel, but she paid the price of two children that could not 
live in the land anymore. Right. And there's nothing greater than that. And this, he says, Ani he'animi ma'as, as he's quoting the tefillot of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, I, the small, undeserved person, lo me'ez lomar, I don't dare to say, min I can't say to a mother who lost children, don't cry. God can say that, but I can't. But I can, can hang my coat, so to speak, or hang my words on the words of the Navi, who says, Yesh sachar I can tell both mothers that there is, there is a, 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 a payment, so to speak, for, for what you've done. There is worth to what you have done. Yesh sachar. And the third mother, whose name we don't know, whose identity we don't know, because it's every mother in Israel. Oh. The third mother is the one who enjoys the benefits, the sachar mipulatech of the first two. What that's can... the Ramat Kal, that's the chief of staff of the Israeli army. And if I got to tell you something, boy, Ashrayam Shekachalo. Mayor, there's a song that you had uh, sent to me overnight, uh, which I'd like to play now. Uh, you indicated to me in your note to me that at this point you, we cannot, meaning the Jewish people, cannot adequately have an, a, a what we call an Israel Memorial Day special without this selection. It has the name Hadar Golden in the title. Could you just give us a an intro to this one? Which, oh, this which is one? Uh, Hakesef al... Uh, no, no, Magasha Kesef. Magasha. No, it's not about Hadar Golden. Oh, I this was written. I'm sorry. Um, it was written. No, in that's, 19... that's not your fault, by the way. Whoever prepared this this selection has it in there. I, but that's I fine. apologize. No, no, no. Um, Magasha Kesef means a silver platter. You know things. You know the old saying: "This was handed to you on a silver platter." Right. Chaim Weitzman once said, "A state, especially the state of Israel." does not is not come on a silver platter mm. you have to work for it mm -hmm. <laughs> and the great author Nathan Alterman who who wrote a weekly column a poem every week in Davar I believe it was wrote this about the fallen soldiers and it talks about how they the fallen soldiers are the silver platter upon which we are given the state of Israel. Yeah. He talks about as tishal ha'uma shtufat dema v'kesem. Then the people who are their voices choked with with tears. They'll say miatem. Who are you to these two? young people that they see. Vashnaim Shoktim and they're silent. Ya'anula will answer Anachnu Magash Hakesef She'alav Lach Lecha Nitna Medinata Yehudim. I am that silver platter. Kach Yomru Vinaflu Liragla Otfeit Sel. So they say and then they fall basically dead. Yisupar Yisrael, and the rest of the story 
will be told in the annals of Israel's history. And just to clear up my confusion, it seems that uh, whoever prepared this specific piece that we're playing used this song, rightfully so, uh, as a soundtrack to a video tribute of Hadar Golden. And that oh. gives us an opportunity, no such thing as coincidence when we do these shows, gives us an opportunity to remember those who's, uh, who still uh, either have not been returned uh, to their families or whose remains have not been returned to their families. Uh, th- there, are, there is still a category like that in Israel, and the Prime Minister has made a commitment again on this Yom Karon to never forget them. Of the missing in action. Mayor Weingarten is with us. It's a Yom Azikaron special. Tonight starts Yom Atzmud, and tomorrow we celebrate Israel's 73rd birthday. Here is the piece, my gosh, Akesef, as Mayor described at JM in the AM. Shalav 
עיניים שוקטים יעלו לה אנחנו מגש הכסף שעליו לך ניתנה מדינת היהודים כך אמרו ונפלו לרגלה עוטי והשאר יסופר בתולדות ישראל J.M. in the A.M. here on a uh, Yom HaZikaron. I'm sorry, Mayor, what did you say? No, we should mention that this is, a, as I said, a very famous song, the words by Nathan Alterman, but this melody, this, the uh, composer was Nuit Hirsch, and this particular cover is by a uh, relatively new young performer by the name of El Chai Rifu'ah. Wow. El Chai Rifu'ah, right? You, you see it there? I'm, I'm saying it from memory, but... Uh... Uh, I don't have it in front of me this moment, but uh, okay. we're going to take your word for it. Yom own morning. It's Wednesday, JM in the AM, day 17 in the counting of the Omer. Uh, we celebrate together Yom tomorrow. Please join us, everybody, tomorrow. And Ari Rockoff of Mizrahi, they are sponsoring our big Lagba Omer celebration. He'll be with us. The news of their mission to Israel has attracted attention from places like the AP, JTA, Reuters, and there's a reason why. And we'll explain that tomorrow when he joins us. Uh, and um, to everybody that's going to be enjoying the Mizrahi speakers around the world, and specifically in the United States tonight, from Israel 360, kolakavod to everybody at the RZA and Mizrahi for what they've done uh, to make sure that many, many synagogues and organizations have Zoom get-togethers this evening with hundreds of of different speakers, many of them live, many of them from the middle of the night, live in Israel. Uh, and I know many are looking forward to it, and for good reason. JM and the AM. Mayor, uh, you always have an inspiring story, something to tell us about the uh, history of the state of Israel, often through the uh, experience of one or a few. What can you tell us on this Yom HaZikaron? The story of Esther Tselingold who was born in London in 1925. She grew up in a religious Zionist home. Her Zionism was reinforced by the horrors of the Holocaust. And she, being born and being a British uh, citizen, felt betrayed by the way the British were treating the Jewish people in Palestine, quote unquote, Eretz Israel. After, especially after the, uh, the Holocaust, where they were turning away the ships of refugees and so forth. So in 1946, at the age of 21, she makes Aliyah. Wow. <sighs> she, she, she arrives in Eretz Israel and she works as an English teacher at Evelina de Rothschild School in Jerusalem, the school that's still around. In January of 48, she realizes that her, the need for her is greater on the battlefield than it is in the classroom. And so she volunteers to be a full-time Haganah soldier. And not just any soldier. She volunteered to join the defenders of the Jewish quarter in the old city. <laughs> you have to remember that Jewish quarter, the old city in 1948. Not like today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not like today. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. There's about 1,700 civilians. There were about 5,000, but after the riots of 21 and of 29 and of 39, 
so many left for fear of, for their lives that you now had about 1,700 civilians. Most of them were Haredim from the old Yishuv. Mm -hmm. they, they weren't prepared in any which way. They didn't have the ability to fight. Right. There were many women, young children, elderly. This, is, this was the population that they had to defend against the Jordanian army. And there was a tiny force of the Haganah, the Irgun, the Esel, and the Lehi that somehow got together and, uh, and were sent to guard the old city, mm. the Jewish quarter. And unfortunately, it was a siege. Couldn't get in, couldn't get out, but she, she managed... Esther Salingold, she was so dynamic. She managed to get herself on a transport that was bringing supplies and food, uh, an official British transport. She, she, she managed to get herself on it and smuggle her way into the old city. And, and for weeks before that, she was walking around the whole time with a suitcase <laughs> because she never knew when she'd be able to get on one of those transports. So she finally gets on and makes it into the old city while all the while the Arabs, the, um, uh, the, the Jordanian Arab Legion are shelling the place. They're dynamiting building after building after building. I'm going to read now from uh, an eyewitness account. By the 14th of May, so that's obviously the day that the the day before the mandate ends, before the British leave, right. all contact between the Jewish quarter of the old city and the rest of Jewish Jerusalem was severed and final hopeless combat began. Survivors would later testify how Esther Seilingold fought this last battle with grim and undaunted courage as the enemy closed in. They told of how she scrambled through the rubble from outpost to outpost, trying to maintain communication between the exhausted defenders, bringing them whatever little food was found and delivering the dwindling ammunition. They also told how though injured, she tried to keep people's spirits up amid the dead and wounded, the stench, the flies, the crashing debris. By 28th of May, just a few, like a week and plus after, there was nothing left to fight with. Most of the defenders were dead or injured. The Jordanians kept shelling the Jewish quarter and it was shrinking by the, by the day. On May 26th, as she was entering a building, the Arab forces blew it up and she was injured. Her spine was shattered. She was carried to the quarter's infirmary. You can imagine what the quarter's oh. infirmary looked like. Oh. As there was no supplies and poor facilities, little could be done for her. Esther remained conscious and able to talk and continue to daven and say prayers. On Shabbat, Three days later, racked by a high fever in unbearable agony, 
Esther Selengold lay on the floor with the rest of the wounded. There was no morphine left. An orderly offered her a cigarette. She lifted her hand to start to take it, but then she stopped. No, she whispered, Shabbat. Oh. Those were her last words. Wow. She died at 5 p.m. She was 22 years old. Her last letter was to her parents. It was written six days before she died. And that letter is still in the possession of the family. And after uh, we do a quick musical break, I will read to you Esther Tillingold's last letter to her family. More coming up. Yoma Zikaron, JM in the AM. J.M. in the A.M., Yom Zikaron, Israel Memorial Day. Day 17 in the counting of the Omer, if you forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. If you know of someone who would appreciate this incredible special, a real tribute to the 23,000 plus that we, that we remember today, and then please uh, let them know that we are accessible through the archive section of NahumSequel.com and, of course, our NSN app all through the day and forever. Mayor Weingarten is with us. He's getting ready for tonight's Yom Mot celebration and our big special coming up tomorrow as he and I will celebrate and anchor the celebration of everybody worldwide in the JMNAM audience of Israel's 73rd birthday. But before we get to that, we are still, of course, on Yom Azikaron, Israel Memorial Day. And, Mayor, I believe there's a letter that Esther wrote to her parents days before she died that you're going to share with us. 
if you get this at all, dear mommy and daddy and everybody, if you get this at all, it will be, I suppose, typical of all my hurried, messy letters. I am writing it to beg of you, meaning she knows that if they get this letter, she died. I am writing it to beg of you that whatever may have happened to me, you will make the effort to take it in the spirit that I want and to understand that for myself, I have no regrets. We have had a bitter fight. I have tasted Gehenom, hell. But it has been worthwhile <clears throat> because I am quite convinced that the end will see a Jewish state and the realization of our longings. I shall be only one of many who fell in sacrifice. And I was urged to write this because one in particular was killed today, who meant a great deal to me. Because of the sorrow I felt, I want you to take it otherwise. To remember that we are soldiers and had the greatest and noblest cause to fight for. God is with us. I know in this holy city, and I am proud and ready to pay the price it may cost us to reprieve it. Don't think I have taken unnecessary risks. That does not play when manpower is short. I hope you may have a chance of meeting any of my co-fighters who survive if I don't, and that you will be pleased and not sad of how they talk of me. Please, please do not be sadder than you can help. I have lived my life fully, if briefly, and I think this is the best way, short and sweet. Very sweet it has been here in our own land. I hope you shall enjoy from Mimi and Asher, Mimi is her sister and Asher is her brother, the satisfaction you missed in me. Let it be without regrets, and then I too shall be happy. I'm thinking of you all, every single one of you in the family, and I am full of pleasure at the thought that you will one day very soon, I hope, come and enjoy the fruits of that for which we are fighting. Much, much love. Be happy and remember me in happiness, your loving Esther. And there's a PS that I'm adding. You mentioned Esther's sister, Mimi. She later made Aliyah. She met and married a young British religious Zionist who had made Aliyah earlier. His name was Yehuda Avner. Oh. And you can read parts of Esther's story, including the letter in chapter three of his book, The Prime Minister's. <laughs> Unbelievable. Mayor, as usual, you have enhanced our commemoration of Yom Zikaron. I you. so look forward with such joy and anticipation. I so look forward to celebrating Israel's 73rd birthday with you, Bezrat Hashem, tomorrow morning. Me too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And seriously, thank you for giving me the opportunity, as you always do to join you in commemorating this special day. Appreciate that. Mayor Weingarten, everybody, of course, and uh, it would not be a Yom Ha'atzmaut special without him, and tomorrow morning he and I get to present that Yom Ha'atzmaut special to everybody in celebration of Israel's 73rd birthday, and uh, frankly, I can't wait. I can't wait. JM in the AM, more coming up as we start to uh, wind down our Yom HaZikaron commemoration.
on a Wednesday morning at JM in the AM. God gives strength unto your people. You know, friends, sometimes we don't know where our strength is coming from anymore. Anymore. Let me just tell you, maybe some of you know it. There's a Yiddaleh came to the Holy Land. And he fought in 1948. In 56, and he had two sons, two holy, holy sons. 1967, one son left this world, sanctify God's name, the name of the Holy Land. And now on Yom Kippur, second son joined his father Abraham in heaven. And I heard the story. From the person who has to tell the parents when God forbid the children die. He said they just didn't have the strength anymore. They're driving around the block five times and how can you tell them? But regardless, finally they made themselves strong. They walked up. And they told him, we're so sorry to tell you. Your last son is also gone. You know what he did? Hashem God gave him so much strength from heaven. He took a little bit of wine and he said, L'chaim, my holy son. L'chaim, I envy you. You gave your life for the Holy Land. He said, L'chaim, to his wife. L'chaim, L'chaim. You were privileged to have two holy sons who give their life for the holy land. Hashem, i 
Amazing. No better way to uh, wrap up a Yom HaZikaron special on this Israel Memorial Day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, tomorrow is uh, Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Israel Independence Day. Can't wait to bring that special to you tomorrow. I do want to remind you that our friends at artscroll.com have the brand new book by Rabbi Eliezer Krohn, A Woman's Guide to Practical Halacha. You could add that to the thousands of titles you'll find at artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com. Whatever it is that you are ordering, use promo code radio. When you use promo code radio, you get a great discount and you um, uh, get free shipping as well. So go to uh, artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. Uh, the Margaret Teets Nursing and Rehab Center has announced that on April the 27th, I'll have a memorial presentation, an evening of inspiration in memory of Rabbi Fabian Schoenfeld, Rabbi Noah Isaac Elbaum, Rabbi Eitan Feiner, Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, Rabbi Chaim Schwartz will all be addressing the gathering, which will be moderated by Rabbi Zavol Perlman, the coordinator of Jewish affairs at Margaret Teets. Uh, it'll be streamed on margaretteets.org. More information as we get closer to the event uh, happening on the 27th of April. And as we said yesterday, and we'll have a chance tomorrow to speak to Ari Rakoff from Mizrahi. As we said yesterday, they are sold out. At least the rumor is that the first delegation of American Jewish leaders that is heading to Israel has a sold out mission as um, it has been announced that tourists will be allowed in Israel at the end of May. RZA Mizrahi took the lead. Some would say took the chance. Some would say took the gamble of arranging for a trip at the end of May. And now they look amazing <laughs> because that trip will, please God, be leaving at the end of May for Israel with a uh, full uh, a full uh, mission. And uh, we'll talk more about this with Ari Rakov tomorrow. Uh, Mizrahi, of course, sponsoring our Big Lagba Omer program. And tonight, a lot of synagogues, including ours, Mizrahi of the Lower East Side, are featuring speakers uh, from Israel as part of Mizrahi.org slash Israel360. Mizrahi.org slash Israel360. You can go to that website to get a taste of how people around the world will be celebrating Yom Ha'atzma'ut. Achenu Yisrael and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and Achimsegal.com, and Achimsegal Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Israel Memorial Day. My big uh, thanks to Mayor Weingarten for the Israel Memorial Day special. Tomorrow we celebrate Israel's 73rd birthday. Please join us and tell everybody you know around the world to join us as well. It should be amazing. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.